last time on the Loot Bros Podcast. Tricky lost the race to 100 because he sucks. And this is the best Dragon Ball Z announcer voice I could do. What's up, everybody? My name is Frosty, and I'm your host. And that's a really lame intro. This is the Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you for listening. Alongside me, as always, is Resident Daryl. Do I look rugged? Ugh, I just died. <laughs> And also, alongside with us, as always, last but not least, is T-Bird. Yeah. The freaking leader of the Hog Squad. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, don't, don't let me in with that. <laughs> hog Squad. Hog Squad. <laughs> I don't have Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 So, for you listeners who, who may not know, the Hog Squad is this... Uh, Official, unofficial, it's only biker <laughs> slash weightlifting gang that Tanner formed. <laughs> it's a group of they, if, if the Hell's Angels watch anime. That's basically what the Hog Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Minus all the cool stuff. True. <laughs> so Trophy. they basically mo- model themselves that already. Yeah, <laughs> I got one already. Oh, God, what are you playing? Uh, we haven't got that for you. Or is it too soon? Too soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tanner's got a biker game called the Hog Squad. They basically model themselves after Akira. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad about that one. <laughs> Me neither. I want to join. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you, you don't want to join this, great, this gang. <laughs> this is the real stuff. The Hog Squad is a bunch of wannabe Instagram models. Watch it. <laughs> Uh, You're no, not nothing, wrong. Nothing. <laughs> You're not oh. wrong. Do I look? Do oh. I look rugged? No, you look gay. So let's start to show off, right? <laughs> Question mark. We had a toast. Oh god! Oh god! I'm about to die. Oh jeez. Oh. You boys got you boys got some special news in your life you want to toast to? I would like to toast to this weekend. This freaking weekend. This freaking weekend is going to be pretty awesome for me. Because I turned 30 the 17th. Sweet. And I've pretty much been celebrating (laughs) this entire time. I've spent so much money. Uh, But this weekend is uh, Columbia's Comic Con, Soda City Comic Con. It's their third year. And we're going to have some pretty cool guests there. Uh, Mike Coulter, uh, he's the plays Luke Cage on the Netflix series. He's going to be there. He's actually from South Carolina and actually attended the University of South Carolina, which is kind of cool. If um, you're in that kind of gay stuff. Which I am. So you're saying he's uh, a game cock. Yes. He actually did a promo video saying he was coming back home and he's excited about it. And he said he attended the University of South Carolina and he takes pride in saying he's a big old cock. That's what he said. <laughs> his words, not mine. So I take his word for it. I wouldn't want to find out. He's bulletproof. Tanner might. No, I'm good. <laughs> He's bulletproof. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, we're also going to have like Sergeant Slaughter's going to be there. Um, the legendary vo- uh, voice actor Billy West is going to be there. Oh, Pretty excited about that. Billy. Oh, Billy. He's got a panel at like 4:30 tomorrow. So I'm hoping I can. It's going to be a long day. I'm getting there with the doors open at 10, so I have to wait till 4:30 to see his panel, but. That's going to be pretty exciting. Um, we get to see Philip Fry in person, 
Which he's done a lot of voices, man. He's got a pretty, pretty lengthy uh, resume. So that's gonna be fun. So I guess uh, toast to that. You know, toast to all the guests. And a toast to Soda City for putting it on. Hope it, I hope it grows. Hope it gets bigger. We get bigger guests. So it's always a lot of fun. Man, they got they got Teddy Long there, man. Holla, holla, holla! Oh yeah! Hold up, player. That you need. I say we're gonna have to turn these panels to, to a tag match. <laughs> if he doesn't awesome. say that, they just need to get their money back. Yep. <laughs> so we're gonna have to ask you to leave, player. You know, this, this show needs a uh, tag, tag team match. <laughs> hey, so so last, <laughs> last time we did the show, did, did I have a house when, I, when we did the show last time? I know I sold the house. Yes, you you were no, you didn't much have, homeless. Yeah, you had you lost your house. <laughs> right, so I did, a, but you, I didn't actually have a home last time. No, you, you, you lost it to a You in a down by the river. You got in a fight with a homeless person and they stole your keys. All right, well, yeah. well I bought a house this week. He tried to touch your face with his dirty bum hands. I feel, I feel like I was talking about buying one last time. I think you were. And then, well, you had got some kind of weird bump on your lip. When he touched you. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, while you're sitting there making you fun of me, my dog is doing like donuts on the floor, like a moron. So I just threw a bottle of water. Rub at him. It? <laughs> is he rubbing his butt on the carpet? No, he's rubbing his whole body. So I guess his butt's touching Did a little bit. You know, if he does that too fast, he could start a fire. <laughs> a little dirty doggy dirty fire. Dirty worm fire. His <laughs> <laughs> worms and his butt. Like a little striking them like matches. <laughs> I'm about to set these worms on fire. Uh, anyways. Dear God, this show. Okay, I'm cracking mine off because I bought a house this week. Oh, congratulations, man. Because I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh, and I've got um, more trophy, uh, more platinum trophies than Tricky. Toast to you, good sir. And for fun, I got two more platinums today while I was waiting on y'all to record. Suck it, Tricky. You say two more trophies or platinum? Trophies? Two more platinum. How do, how do you do that? What do you just like? He plays the video games and then he gets the trophies. So are you are you asking me? <laughs> Thank you, Tanner. As if we're moving into the what are we playing segment of the show. We could do that, but I I could do some house cleaning before that. You just tell me what you want, and I will give it to you. What you really really want? I, I'll tell you what I want. What I really <laughs> want. Oh, hey, Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys are going on tour. When that's a thing. Okay, so they are f- so when we were <laughs> when in school, like you tell me. Okay, when we were in school, literally that was like frowned upon. You would be called a fruitcake. Like You're I can't, cake. I can't believe that you would like anything like that. Now that I'm an adult and that is like my childhood, I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd go see it <laughs> because we see what's out there now. Oh gosh, it's okay. so much worse. <laughs> like Beyonce and Jay Z came. And tainted our city, and we gave them the keys to our city. Speaking of dogs rubbing their butts on the carpet, <laughs> we have that garbage to look forward to. So now I'm like, let's go back, let's go back. So yeah, they're going on tour. That's that's interesting, but that is not why I'm here. That's I'm here I'm to here. tell you 
listeners. Thank you for listening. This is the Loot Bros Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, all the multiple podcast outlets. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. We would greatly appreciate that. Tell If you're brave enough, tell your friends about us. Uh, you might lose a friend or two, but it'll be worth it. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow me on Instagram at db underscore frosty. You can find me on Twitter at db underscore frosty. Uh... PSN at MGS underscore Daniel 25 and where else? Where am I? Twitch at PG Frosty. You can follow Daryl at Resident Daryl everywhere. You can follow <laughs> everywhere. Well, <laughs> Technically nowhere. But yes. <laughs> On Facebook. You, uh, you can follow T-Bird at T-Bird803 everywhere. Yes. You say that like it's Always. like I'm such an old man for only using Facebook. <laughs> like well Facebook was invented for college students so I think you're good well yeah but that was back when I was a college student <laughs> yikes it has been around a long time yep. um, you can follow our Facebook group go to Facebook type in the Loop Bros Podcast it is a closed group ask nicely we'll let you in maybe T- I, I, I'll let you in Tanner won't he'll ban you uh, Daryl, <laughs> what are you playing this week? All right, so this week's been, a, as the past few weeks have been, a very busy, um, crazy week with house stuff. Um, just to kind of give a quick recap, we uh, worked for a few weeks on getting the house ready. We put the house on the market, sold it in three days. Um, didn't have a house, so we've been we went house hunting every day for days and days and weeks. It felt like. Um, we found a place that we really liked and we went back to it several times. We went this past week, put an offer on the house and after a little bit of back and forth, they accepted our offer. Um, so we are off to the races, you know, hopefully in the next 30 days, I'll be moving into my new crib and it is, uh, it's going to be a big one. It's a nice place. So, um, today or this, yeah, yeah, today really, but. This week we worked on go ahead and switching our kids over into that school district um, since school just started rather than have to snatch them out of school, uh, you know, 40, 30, 45 days, whatever it ends up entailing um, into the school year. So it's been real busy. I haven't played many games. But uh, with all that going on, I managed to play uh, at work on my breaks, Tetra's Escape. It's a little 2D puzzler. Um, it's basically te- like your little blocks, and you can turn them into Tetris shapes, and you can fit them into different little uh, areas of the map so that you can platform on top of them to get to an end goal, all while uh, trying to collect uh, gold stars and uh, golden cups, like goblets. And so it's a uh, neat little game. Uh, the, every time you start a new world, there's usually I think there's like eight um, little stages in a world. Um, <clears throat> every time you start a new world, it, it was pretty neat. You know, you had like some uh, some cool mechanics that would teach you. you. You get some new stuff. You know, whatever. After a while, it got kind of meh, kind of boring. Um, but you know, it's one of those games you can platinum it in. I think you can platinum it really fast if you use a guide. Um, but if you just got to go through the motions and work it out, it'll take you probably three hours. 
So my first playthrough, I played through it, and I did not use a guide. My second playthrough, I put the guide up as, on the PlayStation 4 version and just kind of raced it because I remembered most of the puzzles. And after much trial and error throughout the week on break, you know, I didn't play it on all my breaks. I just played it on a few. But uh, it's not bad. And then right now, I am playing the PS4 version of Devious Dungeons. So I'll try to be, um, <clears throat> I'll try to pick and choose which trophies I celebrate. I've only called out one of the three I've gotten during the show so far. So I ain't trying to make the editing process too crazy on you, but I will celebrate a few trophies here and there. Dear Lord. I actually have a method for that. I could do it pretty quick. Oh, really? Okay. I, I slip it in. I slip it in real quiet. <laughs> You'll never know. You never know I was there. Oh, okay. You well, never know. Well, then, trophies. <laughs> so, that's it. T-Bird, what about you? Oh, 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 sorry. Hang on. One more. Um, I started oh. playing Hello oh. Neighbor with my children. And oh. Hello Neighbor. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but it is a first-person um, stealth game. It's really popular. Kind of. Yeah, really popular in the YouTubes. Uh, a lot of the YouTubers will play it. And basically what you have to do is you're a kid, and you're trying to sneak into your neighbor's house to discover what secrets he has in his basement, which is actually not a really good thing for kids to try to do, for the record. Um, we have not discovered what's in the basement, because basically what we did was the kids and I, we all sat down in front of the TV, and we would play and pass the controller once the neighbor got you and basically what happens is you're sneaking around his place you can break his stuff you can steal his stuff it's kind of crazy what you can do um but then if the neighbor sees you the the, the screen gets kind of dark and kind of blurry and you have to take off running across the street back to your house and the music gets really loud so it's kind of intense and it gets a little uh scary for the kids my three-year-old especially like he jumps and gets like really rattled every time the neighbor sees us um, it was quite enjoyable though because my daughter got a, 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 a couple jump scares on her. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so we, we played that for maybe an hour today. Um, that's hello neighbor. Yeah, that's the I hope you brought fresh underwear. That's the new game that I'm playing with my kids. So, and I say new, it's been out for a while, and we've owned it for a while. Um, but I finally sat down with them and said, you know what? Before we go to bed, you know, on the weekends, we're gonna play a little hello neighbor since I. I the past weeks, few weeks have been so busy. I haven't done all that much with them, so I just want to make a little time for them. That's a good day, should. That's it. Nice. What you, T Bird? What you been playing, man? Uh, mainly just Dead Cells. I haven't really been playing too much during the week. I just popped a pop Dead Cells in, and I'm really enjoying it. I haven't played it since the beta, and it's changed a lot from what I can tell. Did you uh, master the beta? Possibly. Ooh. Possibly. So you got good at it. By good you mean dying a lot then sure. <laughs> well no I'm actually, getting, I'm actually making progress. I just beat, beat the first boss twice now because I died in the little village I was going to. It's actually neat. It's really neat how the bosses after you beat the boss and you die, they come back. So, 
You gotta redo everything. So I don't think you would like this game too much, Daryl. Oh, gotcha. Um, or you might. I don't know. It's if you like that little um, what's that little game you were playing? A little dungeon, dungeon looking. So I'm playing right yeah. now. Yeah, it's just like that, except this has a lot more consequences. Yeah, well, <clears throat> speaking of consequences, I just got a trophy. That's it? That's what you've been playing? Yeah, I haven't really been playing too much. <clears throat> I've been wanting to check out Dead Cells. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I read IGN's review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Nah, it just it looks cool. I heard like I didn't hear anything about the game until that incident with the plagiarism, and then I went and looked at the game. And I was like, oh, this game actually looks pretty Dude, cool. The best kind of uh, of PR and marketing that game could have got is yeah. somebody yeah. steal a review on it, and every mm-hmm. single podcast I talked about Dead Cells. So I'm sure they're sitting back going, "Dang, man, we got to get this people to plagiarize all our games or all the <laughs> reviews for our games." Yeah. Polygon gives it a 9.0, and so does that guy, and that guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was listening to a podcast, and somebody said something about the Dead Cell review. And he's like, I actually think there's only one review going around. You just keep copying it. So it was really funny. <laughs> I like it. So uh, I guess I'll go next. I, or last, rather. Ooh, if you're not first, you're last. Woo-hoo. Um, I'm actually dug into my backlog and pulled a couple games out that kind of sitting there. Supposed and, uh, to buy new stuff and not play your backlog. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time we do a backlog show, you're supposed to do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this is this new stuff for me, I guess. Well, one of the one of the things is. Uh, so I downloaded a game. I believe this game was free on PSN forever ago. Uh, it was called Magic Knight Grand Cherian. Whoa. And it was like a... Sounds provocative. It's like a 2D space shooter, but you're like in a like a pirate ship. And it started out promising. I was like, oh, this game, you know, I can play this. It's like some, you know, just quick plug-and-play game um, in between games, you know. Maybe get a few trophies, whatever. And I'm playing the game, and it's it starts out okay. You know, like used to... The, it reminded me a lot, like especially the first level reminded me a lot of the first level from uh, um, Darius Twins on Super Nintendo. Uh, even some of the enemies kind of looked like that, but uh, I'm like, yeah, I could dig this. You know, it doesn't look the greatest, but it's easy, plug and play, whatever. And then you get to the boss, and it the game goes from a 2D like space shooter to like a first person like melee mech game where you're like you have these really stupid slow clunky controls and you're just mashing each attack button just to whittle away the boss's health and it's just it doesn't look good it doesn't play good and it was really jarring like going from a 2d side-scrolling space shooter to this and I guess on paper you think, oh, that sounds neat, but like in just the the, the delivery of the game was just kind of like, what is this? You know, uh, it didn't what look good. Is didn't this? play good. What is this? And uh, so yeah, I wasn't really digging it. So I was like, well, let me check the trophies out. Look, I went to look for the trophies, and I didn't see a trophy list. 
So it's not even a real game. I'm not sure that game. I'm not sure that game even has trophies. <laughs> I was like, well, here I am, a uh, person that doesn't really care about that kind of thing, and I'm mad. I'm like, <laughs> how, how does this game not have trophies? I'm not getting anything for uh, this. This sucks. Could be wrong, but when I went and looked, I didn't see any trophies. Like the trophy list didn't pop up in my my uh, my list, and then I went to the you know where you could look at like the overview of the game and all, not a single trophy list. So uh, quickly dropped that game like a bad habit, uh, and then I went back and played a little bit of Rogue Legacy because I believe I was talking about it on the last episode or episode before, yep. and uh, it was. It's fun, but you know I'm like uh, kind of far into the game. You know, like I don't know if the game's that long, but I'm on the third boss, and it's kind of a grind right now because I'm I'm at a point where I have to like basically grind out gold and get better gear because you get to a section of the castle where the enemies are just really tough and you die easier and they're super hard to kill. So <clears throat> I wasn't really feeling it. I played it for about an hour or two, and I was like. Screw this game. It's aggravating me. I'm going to move on to something else. And I couldn't decide what I wanted to play. Like, I didn't want to jump into anything too big at the moment. That's what she said. And then I decided to try something that I've been wanting to play for a while, but just hasn't, haven't popped in. It was uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Uh, Now, I got this game for my wife uh, for her birthday a few years ago. Or it might have been Christmas, one of the two. And... She enjoyed the heck out of it. She played a good bit of it. She's just been too addicted to Elder Scrolls Online to like go back to it. But uh, she really liked it. I watched her play a good bit of it, and I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, so I played it. Uh, mind you, I played the beta when it was out, or the the demo rather. And uh, you know, it's a super charming. Uh, it's got a lot of addicting mechanics. You know, like the uh, not only are it, it's got that Minecraft element where you, you know you, you explore and you find items to craft stuff and uh, you're building the city, you know like I guess you travel to from city to city to help rebuild it because um, the premise of the game is like everyone in the land has forgotten how to build and you're like some chosen warrior that has the knowledge to build. Chosen one, help like, us. Chosen, chosen one. You're like this. You're like Bob the Builder. <laughs> if he looked like uh, Andy, Mandy, a Link. Andy, it, Andy. <laughs> yeah, you're Bob the Builder. If he looked like Link drawn by Akira Toriyama. So, you know, I'm a big Toriyama fan. I love his artwork. So that's like a plus for me playing the game too. Is and I've never been in a big into the Dragon Quest franchise. I would like to get into it. Dragon Quest Eleven is right around the corner. Uh, do you know when that's coming out, Tanner? No. Top of your head? Not an idea. Okay. Okay. But uh, it looks pretty cool. Like I've been wanting to jump into another big JRPG. So it's going to be between Persona 5 or Dragon Quest Eleven. I feel. But then we also have a lot of other good games coming out. So it's like, uh. So. But uh, it's fun. Uh, it's pretty addicting. Um, I think it's going to be... A, a good game for me to play it, it, if anything else just to have as like a palate cleanser when I'm jumping between games because I really really want to start the Metro games oh yeah do let's it. do it do it yeah you will so, not be disappointed man <clears throat> Atium so it's it's between those or Atium you need to go out to the Metro what else my, did I have I was going to start your period oh 
I can't remember. But I know uh, the Metros have been on my list for a while, and I've had them forever. Good Lord, I bought them like a year and a half ago. It's a good time. Oh, I just never played them. So that's me. That's what I've been playing. Pretty much. Well, I didn't want to interrupt you with my <clears throat> trophies earlier. Uh, but. Trophy. <laughs> excuse me. I have a public service announcement. No, um. I was going to say, uh, with the Metro, if you start Metro, dude, I'll play it alongside you. Like, I'll play them all over again. I might even go for the Survivor trophies. Shoot. Ugh. I might even try to Platinum. Which I got a feeling those games are not all that easy to Platinum, but... Probably not. <laughs> no, remember, I think we looked at it, looked at one a while back, Daryl. Ugh. Those are awesome. You're like, eh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so, but that's it for what are we playing? Uh, now we move on to some Loot Bros leaderboards. I don't have the leaderboards pulled up in front of me. Oh, oh, yeah, I just got a trophy. I'm going to try not to keep call them all out, but since I'm bringing up the leaderboards, you know, every now and again, you just got to do that. All right, so the leaderboards this week <laughs> seemed to be uh, running running well. Um, uh, I'm starting off with the TrueAchievements.com Xbox uh, Loot Bros leaderboard. So we have the T-Bird in first place with uh, 2,150 achievement points. Good job, brother. Um, nice. Brother. My hard work last week. Really ah, you're off. playing Watch Dogs 2 again. Yep. You didn't even announce that end of what you've been playing. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got I Drop Roaches uh, with 1,270 points. Uh, he has been playing a lot of them Telltale games. And then mm. JDI Master Ace staying in it. He stays in the top three uh, with 140 points. So I didn't play very much Xbox at all. So, the tr matter of fact, the, the achievements I popped were the day after we recorded last weekend, which I beat Dying Light. So nice. But that's it. So if you want to be a part of our uh, leaderboards, whether you play Xbox or you play a uh, PlayStation, just go to TrueAchievements.com for Xbox and TrueTrophies.com for a PlayStation, and then you just sign up to be a part of their website, go to the little search bar, type in the Loot Bros Podcast on either one, and then just click Join the Leaderboard, uh, and then each week we'll call out who gets the most trophies, who gets the most achievements, you know, the top three, and see. Even if you're not a big trophy hunter like Frosty, you never know. Which Frosty still doesn't show you in our leaderboard. I've signed up, <laughs> dude. And I've gotten trophies since All then. All right, so in first place, finally, for the first time, Tricky Mick with 99 trophies. Boo! Boo this Boo. man! Boo! Boo! <laughs> and then, this is not current. It doesn't have the stuff that I've done in the past, I don't know, hour or two. Um, but we're going to go with it. You're, you know, 56 trophies for second place. That will be Resident Daryl. 
And then third place would be Stink Palm with 24 trophies. So, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it was a. That's all you got. It's not a good, not a good week for the old trophy hunters. You know, we've been hitting them, them triple digits for a while. But uh, you know, I'm surprised I even made it in the top three, uh, in the top five. But I mean, I guess when you popping plats, popping, getting on them trophies. So that's it for the leaderboard. Very nice. All right, now we go. <laughs> 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 There's our intro. go <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we move on to some news for noobs. First tidbit in the news from so- from so- <laughs> from Softwares. From Softwares, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice has a release date. The game will launch March 22nd of next year. And rejoice, you Soulsborne fans, because also announced this week was the Dark Souls trilogy. The game will include the Dark Souls Remastered Edition, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin, and Dark Souls 3, The Fire Fades Edition. Uh, That's all three games with their previously released DLC for $80, all bundled together nicely with a sweet new steelbook. That's incredible. And I, I was really excited about that still book until I saw the still book for Sekiro. <laughs> holy, holy anime holy. titties. That thing looks awesome. <laughs> oh, my it, God. It is. One of my dad's old girlfriends, <clears throat> she would just yell out, holy, all the time. <laughs> when you said that, it just reminded me. He's, oh, my God. Your dad's still with that chick that, like, has two casts on her arms. Yeah. That's like she fell down the <laughs> stairs every time you see her. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dad. I mean, I'm like, they've been together for a long time. I'm like, Dad, is she okay? No, son. Every time I see her, she's got a new broken <laughs> on something, so she falls down the stairs was, all the time. <laughs> she looks. She looks like. Uh, she looks like Tom at the end of every Tom and Jerry episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of Dad's previous girlfriends was uh, from North Dakota. And she drank pop, and uh, <laughs> drank pop. Every time she would get like, really, like frustrated, she's like, "Holy, <laughs> so, <laughs> holy soda pop, holy." Anyways, so yeah. f- my, here's my funny story. So we take my kids to their. Uh, we unenrolled them from the school they started three days ago, and we enrolled them into their new school today. And I gotta tell you, it's a man. I wish I would have went to a school like this. There's. It's crazy what a little bit of money will do for a for a school. Um, it's a really nice place, but uh, I mean it ain't no Swansea and you know Gaston School like we have. But. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, but anyways, like drinking out of the water fountain at Swansea was a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Still a gamble. <laughs> like, hmm, what STD mm-hmm. am I going to go home with today? You might catch the pregnant. Oh. <laughs> It's just straight semen coming out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is Swansea. We ain't got nothing to do but chew tobacco and bang. But anyways, so... Uh, I think they still have 98 compacts in their computer room. <laughs> they do. We win those 95 on them. Oh, God. Go. So check it out. So we, get, we take my kids to the new school and... 
somehow or another, we got on the subject of, uh, my wife called me a noob. And my son goes, Mom, did you just call Dad a noob? And she's like, yeah. And he, he kind of <laughs> laughed. And I said, that reminds me of this article I read where, like, you noob is actually like a word you can't say in school, like, towards another person. It's derogatory. And with all this Fortnite craze going on. Oh, God. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're sitting there talking, and my son's like, you can't call people noobs? I was like, I mean, well, you can. I don't care. I was like, but your teachers might not like it. And I said, what you need to do is someone, you call somebody a noob in school and then follow it up with get good, scrub. And he's like, get good, scrub? What does that mean? So then I had to sit there and explain <laughs> to him. I was like, well, yeah, when you really suck at something, you tell somebody really sucks at something. When you play at something. Dark Souls, they you have the same. tell them to get good. <laughs> and then, oh, geez, I just died. And then uh, after you tell them to get good, you call them a scrub. And so, like, he was sitting back, like, learning it. Like, he was taking this in, like, oh. I'm gonna say this on. Right he's like, I'm gonna say this on Fortnite. <laughs> get good scrub. And my wife's like, get good scrub. Like, I don't get it. I was like, and no, it's not body wash, babe. I was like, you yeah, actually, they are a scrub. <laughs> it needs to be a body wash. Uh, I'm just like, oh man, try to explain stuff like that. Okay, try to explain gaming lingo to people who are just not there. I'm just like, oh, gosh, I don't know who feels worse on this one, <laughs> them or me. I don't know who feels dumber right now, me for explaining it to them or them for uh, hearing you know, not getting it, not understanding. True story. They actually invented a body wash called Get Good Scrub, but they never sold it because everyone was too scared to test it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> for fear that they would fall over dead in the shower. You died. <laughs> you died. That's, uh, that's my story. Are you sticking to it? No, Samson Simpson. I stick to my story. <laughs> stick to my story. We from Jamaica, man. So number two, after 21 years, it is finally official that picking odd job in Goldeneye labels you as a cheater. In an oral history, <laughs> oral. <laughs> in an oral history of Goldeneye published by Mail Magazine, <laughs> Carl Hilton who was one of the lead environment artists on the game, and Mark Edmonds, who was the gameplay and engine programmer, put the long-running debate to bed. If you picked Odd Job, you were a dirty cheat. Uh, in quotes, we all thought it was kind of cheating when we were playtesting play with Odd Job, but it was too much fun to take out, and there was no impetus from, uh, from any of us to change it, Hilton said. Uh, so this article came to us by way of Eurogamer. So that's pretty messed up. Like, we all knew it for years, right, that... You picked our job. You're a piece of trash. <laughs> I didn't know that. Now, uh, now it's and see, here's the thing, Tanner. That that automatically makes you the piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> You're the type of guy who plays odd job in Eddie Gordo. Um, <laughs> oh God. So here's my question. I never used the odd job, and so I, what is he? Is he just? Is it because he's short? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, in the article. I didn't want to go through all that, but yeah, basically the, I guess it's because he's shorter. His hitbox is shorter. So like it, every character in the game, you know how in in, in Goldeneye you had to actually hold a trigger to aim up and down. You know, yeah. But when you're playing multiplayer, you you're just focused on strafing and pulling the trigger. You don't want to have to worry about right. all that. Right. But with odd odd job, you couldn't do that. You had to actually aim and hit him. Hmm. 
because his because his hitbox was like right below the cursor. So yeah, it's it's pretty dirty. Dang, that's crazy. I like I I always played uh um just you know straight up double seven. You know I was one of those traditional nerds. I had to be the actual you know the real guy. You had to be Bond, James Bond. Yep, so that's me. So I thought that was the James Bond thing. I got it. <laughs> Sorry. Who throws the shoe? What's James Bond? Honestly. What's James Bond? Oh my gosh. Okay, I got a story for you guys. He just he just <laughs> oh said God. what who what's James Bond as if he's a dirty millennial who doesn't know who James Bond is. I was I legitimately listening to Lint Biscuit while I was working out this past weekend, and two of the four people in the room were too young to know who Lint Biscuit was. Uh, who was it? True, true story. Who is it? I need to shame them. Keith and Austin didn't Wait, know who Lint Biscuit was because they're dirty millennials. Was yes, they're not that much younger than me. Yep, you're at the cusp. They of lived all. a shelter life. <laughs> Get my break, Daryl. They just dabbed their way out of the closet. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they dabbed right back into it. I tell my kids all the time uh, they're not allowed to dab in my house. <laughs> he told us that the the dab police. Yeah. <laughs> my they were they uh my daughter told me a story about how this kid in her class dabbed today. I said, if one of my kids dabbed, I'd have to kick him out. And then she dabbed and I was like, I'll never look at you the same again. <laughs> you have brought shame upon she this family. She dabbed you. <laughs> you have brought the shame on this family. Brought <laughs> shame upon my family. She dabbed right in your face. Yep. She didn't even care. What a little savage. Yep. Number three, Nintendo was the big winner in July in terms of video game sales. The Japanese game maker had the. This comes from Forbes. You know, the Japanese game maker who writes this stuff. The Japanese game maker had the best-selling video game in June with Mario Tennis Aces and the best-selling video game of July with Octopath Traveler, which looks amazing. Aren't those the only game two games cool. that came out? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is overall video game sales, not just for Nintendo, but possibly, yeah, it's probably the only two games that came well, out. I'm getting at. I think so. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. Look it up. What uh, what other games came out in July? Devious Dungeon and Tetris Escape. <laughs> Yes. In fact, Nintendo held five of the top ten spots for the month of July despite the NPD group not tracking the company's digital sales. That's very impressive and should help ease some investor concerns over the Nintendo Switch. Um, okay. Top 20 best-selling games of July. Okay, number one is Octopath Traveler. Number two, Grand Theft Auto V. Naturally. <laughs> which, yeah, that, that which has been out forever. Yeah. Uh, number three, Mario Kart 8. Number four, Crash Bandicoot. Insane trilogy. Number five, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number six, Far Cry 5. Number seven, Super Mario Odyssey. Number eight, The Crew 2. People bought that game. Uh, number nine, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. God, that game's still selling? A lot? That's impressive. Uh, number ten, Mario, Mario Tennis Aces. That's the top ten. And then yeah. it goes on FIFA yeah. eight, FIFA eighteen Lego came out. That was all old games. Well, you also had uh, moving down the list. You had like God of War, uh, Captain Toad was number f- 
Treasure Tracker, number 14. That was another Switch. But that was actually a Wii U game they ported. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Call of Duty World War II, which came out last year. Uh, Minecraft at number 19. And Destiny 2 at number 20. Minecraft and Grand Theft Auto are always in the conversation. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's cool. I mean, it's... It's going to be... I mean, it's, they're not going to sell a whole lot moving forward until some of their bigger games come out. Like, we still have to see Metroid Prime 4. Like, where's that at? Uh, we got the Pokemon game coming out right around the corner. Is that what you're predicting? Yep. That makes sense. Because, I mean, all we have now is the title. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> like, literally that's what I'm saying. You got the title screen. So. Uh, well, we got Smash that's coming out. But Smash has never been, like, a console pusher. But I feel like this Smash is going to sell a lot just because the Switch has got a lot of momentum and you've only got 150 characters in that game. So... How many more are they going to uh, put in Frosty? Uh, all they have to do is put in Goku, and everyone will lose their minds. Be realistic. <laughs> uh, realistically? I don't know who they're missing. <laughs> Master Chief. Uh, <laughs> yeah, finish the fight. Wait a um, second. This isn't a Halo Good read. lord, I don't know. I mean, they have Mega Man. They could put in more Mega Man characters from the series. Maybe a few, like, Mega Man bosses, you know, like Quick Man or something. That'd be cool. What about Banjo? Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to see that. Um, you got Little Mac in there. They could put, like, a Punch-Out character there, like Raging Bull or something. That'd be cool. What about Marcus Phoenix? <laughs> Bring it. Razor Hail. So, yeah. Uh, I believe that's it for News for News. I had one more, but I'm going to save it for the twat. Oh. So, um, before we do the twat, before we dive deep into that <laughs> that big old muff of a twat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're, no, you're uh, not. <laughs> It just gets worse every episode. Sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, man. We have, a, we have a few community questions that we're going to blast right through. Uh, if you have any questions you want to ask us, go to our Facebook group, our closed group, the Loot Bros Podcast. Remember, if you ask nicely, we'll let you in. And uh, maybe we're, we're going to stay on top of these community questions. So keep asking. They don't have to be about games, it can be about anything. They could be. They could be stupid. Like here, here, we, here's the thought. We like right stupid. Here. Most podcast groups are closed groups. So they can keep the trolls out. Ours is closed. So we can keep the trolls in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, kicking this off is our friend and listener of the show, JT. He asks, "When is the next community game night?" I'll tell you when the next community game night isn't. On a wrestling pay-per-view, <laughs> apparently. Because <laughs> nobody came. Uh, we I had like yeah, Somebody eight. probably did, but... They had a few people, yeah. Well, Jared came. Jared, Jared came out of good charity. <laughs> it was a... Hey, I, yeah, it was a... I did both. Daryl got it. Yeah, you could do Here's that. the thing. I know you don't watch wrestling, and so it's one of those things you don't think about. 
but there is so much crossover between our audience and wrestling, and it's, it's just ridiculous. So well, it's, well, that's the thing. Like, I like wrestling. I just I, one, I don't have a means to watch it, and two, I'm not digging wrestling now. But then again, like you've told me, hey, it's actually pretty good, so I need to check it out. It's just been a long time since I've watched it. It's the it. best it's been and, in a decade. And it's cool that like a lot of our fans like wrestling because that gives them something to talk about. You know, yeah, I got an achievement. And what, oh, whatever. Hell, oh, that freaking God. breakdown and those blast beats. <laughs> so good. So, what do you want, Tanner? You want you want uh, Flesh God Apocalypse or you want Whitechapel? Which one you want? I'm going to choose. Um, Pick your poison. Oceana. Done. So, yeah, next community game night we will announce in the Facebook group at some point. So, I just got to check, make sure it's on a night. I I'm, I'm, might actually ask you guys, uh, anyone listening, give us some feedback. Um <laughs> You know what would be better Sunday nights, Saturday nights? Just just let us know. We can work around it. You know, we're gonna l- at least try to do one a month at first. Then later maybe have two a month. Just depends on what's what's going on. So depends on how many wrestling pay per views they have <laughs> going on. So um, Matthew Royal asks, "Where do babies come from?" The front hole store. <laughs> Well, you say you take the penis and the vagina and the... No, it's not a penis or vagina. It's not a, it's it's a, not front a vagina hole. anymore. It's been recoined as a front hole. A front hole? Yeah. yeah. You, you didn't read that article? Oh, yeah. I know the vaginas about. are offensive to transgenders because they don't have them. <laughs> so you got our call them the front, front hole. <laughs> the front hole. They need to quit being such a front hole. <laughs> Someone with a PhD actually wrote that. <laughs> Yikes. Man, <laughs> great old college system right there. Yeah, yeah, that piece of paper is really doing you some good, nerd. <laughs> so you take the pancreas and you stick it in the front hole. <laughs> and you need to look, Google the Hodge twins and what they thought about that. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's so funny. And achievement. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Tricky Mick asks, how does Daryl feel about being my trophy biatch again? Well, here's the thing. I'm not. It's, it's, I'm beating him. I don't like, think he understands the concept of math. <laughs> I am whipping his little hiney in platinums. And as a friend of the show, JT, has pointed out, the amount of time it took me to get there versus him I mean it's just it's just downright embarrassing cause I don't know if you guys remember but uh I beat Tricky Mick to 100 Platinums hey uh his question actually reminded me of a joke what does Snoop Dogg wash his clothes with Bleach. <laughs> Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? For drizzle. <laughs> that was pretty good. So, Thank but yes, you. Uh, yes. So Tricky and I got in this conversation. He says that he had more platinums than I did. Or excuse me, he said I I was his trophy 
bi. But I'm like, how am I your B if I'm winning? And like just winning by a little bit. Like I decimated you to the race to 100. Oh. And then freaking Jared followed suit and beat you to 100. Oh. And then I had 107 platinums while you have a measly 101. Because you got flagged for cheating on PSN profiles. And they won't let you be a part of the website unless you hide two of your flag tra- uh, platinums. Oh, oh. Blue cup, blue cup. <laughs> So I've got, and, and I've got two platinums a day. So who the freak even nice. knows how many more platinums I got to him right now. He could be losing platinums as fast as I'm getting them for all I know. Jared asked, did Tricky attempt to channel the spirit of Eddie Guerrero to win the race to win? A lie, a cheat, a steal. A cheat, a steal. He might have. All day, every day. <laughs> Jared also asked, will Daniel Jones, will Frosty research the game he selects for the next community game night? After playing that heap of trash, probably. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we need to follow it up with Friday the 13th next time. That would be cool. Yeah, because can we actually play that? Yeah, like yeah. are the servers? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know if the servers are up or not. Actually, I just know that it's got bots. So who knows? Oh, maybe you can't. But either way, I bought that freaking game. <laughs> we'll just narrate it. I bought that game because that freaking ghost Josh said, "Oh man, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. We're gonna play it." Oh, and just like everything else, you let me down. Uh, Matt Murray asked if a freight train leaves Georgia going at 100 miles. An hour and a dog shh on my front lawn. Where does time pancakes? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't even know. I believe the answer that. is pineapple. I think somebody actually put the answer on there. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, Matthew Royal answered pineapple, and that's what we we're going with. That, that makes the most sense mathematically. I mean, it's just simple math. So, 107 platinums is greater than 103 platinums. Change my mind. Are you sure about that? Uh, JT asks, what does the mayo say? (laughs) 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 Don't ever do that again. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was so so gross. Uh, JT asks, can you say this line in the Dragon Ball Z announcer voice? Next time in Dragon Ball Z, Goku put his dinkus in Chi-Chi's front hole. <laughs> front hole? Who says front hole? What respectable woman is going to say front hole? <laughs> well, let's Very start off with lady. the fact that there's trannies, okay? It's all about the trannies to begin with. So it's a dude oh, yeah, huh? that's thinking it's disguised as a chick... <laughs> this guy's a, is a dude. This guy's a dude playing another dude. <laughs> there you go. So first off, it's a dude. So I guess saying front hole is a dude's okay because he's gross. Now come on over here, big boy. Stick it in my front hole. <laughs> mm. All right. Serious question. Let's do this. Jared asks, nobody knows for sure yet if Spider-Man will be good or not. It looks amazing though, and it is made a great, made by the great developer. Excuse me. What are your favorite superhero games? What superhero video games do you like the least? Uh, I'll go first on this one. I absolutely love 
Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Oh, yes. It's probably, probably one of my favorites. A very close second, even though technically it's debatable whether or not he's a superhero. Uh, Arkham City was phenomenal. What do you mean? Batman is the greatest superhero. Oh, I, I totally call him a superhero, but I'm saying like a lot of people are like, he's not a superhero. Dear God. <laughs> he's not a superhero because he's just, he's just a... Uh, he's just rich, and he beats up people. He's a regular person. So, hey, shut up. You're a regular Batman's person. Batman's a superhero. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um, but Arkham City is a close second. Now, my least favorite? I don't know, man. I'd have to say... Ugh. Probably... It's two in mind, okay? The console port of the Avengers... <laughs> The, the old the beat em up version, yeah. America needs your help. <laughs> like the console port was awful. Yeah, that arcade was good. Yeah, the arcade was amazing, but the the console port was not good. And then of course, I think it's pretty unanimous. Everyone hates Superman sixty four. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Like, I know I played it, but <laughs> it's bad. That was, that was an all bad. American video rental. Ugh. It, yeah, it's a good thing you don't remember it because it's not good. Like, you fly through rings, and then there's, like, a mission where you're, like, picking up cars and throwing them. I don't know. Like, it's it's not good. It's it not sounds good like standard Superman stuff. <laughs> another day in the I life. pick thing up and throw it. <laughs> I pick you up, and I toss you. Uh, yeah, it's eh, not good. But, I mean, everyone hates that game. And we haven't gotten a really good Superman game yet, so... Everyone's, you know, we're all tainted by that, the memory of that game. I want you to taint near me. <laughs> um, I really like Spider-Man 2 and Arkham Asylum. Yes, I love both those games. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 was so good. Wolverine, that was a phenomenal game. Yes. Like, that, that's, that that's my game. favorite superhero game. And that was probably the best representation of Wolverine we've ever seen in a game. And really, even on a, on a screen in general. Like, Wolverine in the comics gets tore up all the time. And he heals up like a freaking man and, and you know, just keeps on going. But, like, the, the movies, the cartoons, the, the, the games up to that point has never really done Wolverine any, any justice. And, man, I tell you, that game... You'd be running around as basically a skeleton. You could see your freaking heart and everything, and uh, you'd, yeah. you'd heal back up. And God, that game was so good. That's the platinum that got away from me. Yeah, that was quite a grind, man. Well, that and there's like ninety-nine. There's like ninety-eight or ninety-nine um, dog tags you got to find. God, and I yeah. beat the game twice, and I've got ninety-eight. And I've gone through a guide and looked at every single dog tag position. And just cannot figure out what I missed. I can't tell if it's glitched or not. And really couldn't bring myself to playing through that game. I beat it again. Because I beat it on Xbox 360. And then I beat it twice on PS3 trying to get the Platinum. And I just kind of finally got to a point where I was like... That, I was actually trying to get that one in the Trophy War. And I was like, man, I just don't have the time to sit here and, and continue to waste on this game as much as I love it. So I never went back. And now I don't have that game save anymore. So... If I started over, I'd have to start over, you know, on another playthrough on hard with 90, trying to get all 99 
dog tags. And I just I let that one slide. I was like, you know what? Not all games need to be platinumed. Huh. Or do they? Oh. Um, I, I really like Arkham Knight. Or excuse me, uh, Arkham Asylum. And Arkham City, I think I started and just wasn't a move for open world. Because in my memory, that one just felt too big. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> hey. Uh, actually, that's a lot. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, if my memory serves me correctly. <laughs> Um, but I watched, uh, I put in one of my Blu-rays, one of my Batman Blu-rays last night while I was folding laundry, and I watched uh, Batman Assault on Arkham, and it's Batman versus the Suicide Squad. And in the beginning, it has a really, really good, probably three to four minute video, um, which is like marketing material for uh, Arkham Knight. And it's basically Bruce Wayne's dad, you know, like, like, given uh like an audio version of the will basically it's like i'm leaving you all this money please you know son promise me you won't forget about gotham um <laughs> please promise me you'll dress up beat up vigilantes it's like bat. it's like on justice league where aquaman's like you dress like a bat i dig it <laughs> so wait a minute you dress like a bat it's worked in gotham for 20 years but anyways um so yeah, so I want to go back and play Arkham Knight because I remember we played it on the stream one one time for the old show. Yeah, I, I was really bad at it. Yeah, he were. And then I, <laughs> I went back and played it again and did the. Uh, you know, everyone complained about the the, the driving sections, and I, that that freaking bat tumbler controls like a dream. So I don't I think, actually like that. A I, lot. I, was say, I don't think it's that bad. So that's one of those games I want to get. Everyone back to. trashed that game, and, and like it got nines across the board. <laughs> I don't want to drive. I want to be Batman. But if it's like we'll if say, you watch any, I mean, you can't blame them. But at the same time, I've also heard that you don't do the tank stuff. Oh, like the tank stuff doesn't overshadow what the game. Right. Is, is what well, I've heard from from what but I play. People made it from out. What that I play way. it didn't either. But the thing is, like, if you watch anything with Batman, like watch the animated series, watch any of the you know Justice League movie or animated films or the the DC animated films, guess who always gets in the Batmobile or the Bat Jet or everything? <laughs> <laughs> Superman. Like, yeah, yeah. Green Lantern. <laughs> he wills it. I was like, if Batman gets in those things, that's just that's half of his powers. So, anyways, those are really good. Um, I'm going to go with um, Maximum Carnage on Super Nintendo. Yeah. That was such a good game. Venom, Carnage, in the freaking same game. Like, oh my gosh, that was so good. Um, That's good stuff. Yeah, you already said Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 2 is universally regarded as the best Spider-Man game to date. Um, Just because the, the... traversal and the web slinging felt the best and in my memory I don't think any of the other Spider-Man games have done it but the first Amazing Spider-Man was really good um, and I'm going to say it was really good not because it was a really good game uh, because some of the levels were kind of bland and some of the levels were actually really not that great once I went back and platinumed it a second time because um, I platinumed the Vita version and I platinumed the uh, PS3 version and you had to collect 900 comic book pages, so there was a lot of filler content in there as well. 
But as far as web-slinging through the city and dropping down on petty crimes and just being Spider-Man, like that game really did a good job. Not Spider-Man too good, but it, it's the best Spider-Man game we've gotten in modern day. They just didn't control that total butt. Because some of the Spider-Man yeah. games, I own all of them. And obviously, as a house, having a house full of Spider-Man fans uh, for children, like Spider-Man's a big deal in our house, so we play a lot of Spider-Man stuff. We watch a lot of Spider-Man movies and shows and junk. And, um, you know, some of those Spider-Man games kind of control like Dookie. So uh, so that first Amazing Spider-Man was really good. second one sucked. second one, you, the, the camera was just a freaking mess. And they changed the controls to make web-slinging way more complicated than it ever should be. I don't understand why they made those choices. And I'm sure the article was plagiarized, but IGN gave, the, uh, gave it like a six. <laughs> So there's that, <laughs> but and then um, yeah, we don't often give him the credit that's due, but uh, Infamous, um, Cole and Infamous, and even uh, was it Delson or is it Desmond? Uh, I think it was Delson. Delson, yeah. Um, man, uh, Infamous games, that, those are superhero games. Those are awesome. Being a conduit, like that was just such a cool idea. Um. I lo- I've platinumed all of those games, but the first one, uh, I I still have it. I need to go back and do it. I just haven't. But man, I tell you what, you those are good superhero games. Yeah, they're I really like them. And that was uh and playing uh, playing as Fetch in um, First Light. Ah, oh, that was like the best powers. Gosh, she was those awesome. so good. So you talking about some of the that's some of the best stuff we've gotten from PS Plus too is is the infamous mm-hmm. games. So, granted, I had already platinum them before that. Like, it was just, I'm glad other people got a chance to play them. And Frosty, you should have those games. If you haven't played them, man, you're really missing out. Uh, I played Infamous 2, I think it was. Whichever one we got on Plus a while back. I wasn't digging it at what? all. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I might have to give it another well, try. I just I'd say, those games control like a freaking dream, too. So, and yeah, you, they do. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it another shot. Yeah, if you if you got it, get play Second Son. Yeah, you got, you got them on PS4. I think that's the one I got. I think that's yeah, the one I got. Second Son, awesome. I, I want to say I think I remember the intro being just a little slow. Yeah, that's probably why I, I didn't really get into it too much. I I didn't get too far, but I was also around the time I had I think I had just finished uh, um, Shadow of Mordor. And I was kind of looking for something to play. Gotcha. So, I can tell you this. Infamous is one of the games that does open world so well, in my opinion. Because you have territories where here's all this group of activities I'm going to have to do. And there's all these little coil or rocks or shards i got to get to get all my my XP and my power-ups and stuff. And in the Infamous games, if you wanted to do the grinding on the... You know, like front load all the grinding and knock out all that stuff. By the time you're done and you actually play the main missions, you are a god. And you have, you can power up all of your stuff to where you are legitimately the superhero that you're portraying in the story. And it is fantastic. Yeah, it makes, it definitely makes your uh, hard playthrough a lot easier. And I would recommend if you had trouble getting into the game to start with. If you try it again, don't be a good guy. Be a bad guy. Because then, you know, you can just go and do whatever you want. You can defeat 
innocent people, you know, use them. At, you know, you can drain them or whatever and get your powers off of them. Like, it is, you know, it's really good. I played um, Infamous 2, I uh, Platinum Infamous 2, Second Son, and First Light. And I did them all the same way. I played my normal playthrough as a good guy. And then I played my hard playthrough as a bad guy. Because it has like like a, a running karma meter. Yes. And so basically I didn't want to get dinged for accidentally blowing up people in the streets. So I made sure I was a bad guy when I went for the hard playthrough. So I didn't have to think about how I fought. I just freaking threw everything I had at everybody. <laughs> just killed everything. Oh, dude. And it is Dude, it awesome. makes it so much easier. You're pa- Destroy everything. Yes, your powers get so freaking good. Uh, and last question from the Oh, wait, 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 wait. I forgot one bad superhero game. Oh, yeah. I forgot to name a bad one. Yeah. Fantastic Four for PS2. I didn't play that one. Is it as bad as Oh, it you're, you did not miss anything at all. It is a hot trash. Everything Fantastic Four is awful. Dude, ha- I, can't, I cannot stand Fantastic Iron Man Four. 2, I think, was a really terrible. Oh, you know what was a really good one? Uh, the Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, what was it called? The one that came on 360 and Xbox and, uh, and PS3. Yeah. yeah it was the, that one was actually pretty yeah, you cool. you could destroy the city. Yeah. Uh, Last question for the community. JT asks, can you please play this song as your dubstep song from now on? No. Uh, it is a song called UK, or it's from a YouTube link, UK Hardcore Hentai <laughs> S3RL. Did you listen to that? So I will either be getting a virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I haven't. Let's do it. No. Um, it's just what you think it is. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's Jesus. not like it's nothing nasty looks there's nothing nasty on there it's just they're making very inappropriate sounds <laughs> oh what, is he, what kind of shows do you think this know. is there's nothing but adults here yeah we're all yeah, adults family friendly show that reminds me we're all yeah we're all adults here hey Tanner uh, are we watching that Pokemon marathon on Twitch yes <laughs> 932 episodes, 16 movies. God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so much Pokemon. That's too much. That's too much. I say we host a community watch party. To watch <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> to watch Twitch. Can we do that? Can we put the Twitch link in a watch party? I don't know. I don't think that's ever been done. <laughs> it's It's never been done. Find out next time on Balls Balls. Uh, now we move on to some twat. <laughs> balls Get Balls. Some juicy twat going. Now we move on to twat. <laughs> so, uh, this twat's going to get a little political. It might get a little provocative. I might even do Nobody it even knows off. what that means, but it's provocative. So we've had this big movement lately in uh, video games. And movies, let's say movies, Hollywood, video games, where feminism has been a huge factor in determining what sort of content they should be pushing in, whether it be uh, your video games, your movies, uh, television shows, commercials. And uh, this is something that you brought up, Daryl, 
for the twat, and I kind of wanted to get your, I guess you could take the floor first, but uh, I did want to address this. This has been, I've seen this pop up on IGN's uh, site probably, I don't know, 20 times this week. And it's fr- it's kind of frustrating me a little bit. Now, a while back, uh, an actress by the name of Kelly Marie Tran, <laughs> uh, who played on Star Wars, okay, was blasted by the community because of a role she had in The Last Jedi. Now, it's wrong for people to go on social media and just and, and blast someone, right? It happens. Like, people vent, you know, people can go in there and make jokes, whatever. Like, they have the right to do that. It's depends on how far they take it you know I guess depends on like how that person should react in my opinion um but this lady has a uh, a role in a Star Wars film and gets butthurt over what people say to her on social media so her Instagram gets blown up people are like you know your role's garbage the movie was garbage everything's garbage I hate my life Star Wars is ruined Mind you, Star Wars has a pretty toxic community. There's no denying that. But you're a toxic she, community. <laughs> your face is a toxic community. I know it is. Oh, <laughs> she she deletes her Instagram, leaves social media, and then now she's having these 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 interviews with uh, liberal outlets like IGN, where she can use it as a soapbox to to, to preach to us about you know things we do wrong and. And how diversity, you know, we need more diversity. And, um, so I'm reading through this article here, and it says, uh, this is a quote from her. It wasn't their words. It's that I started to believe them, Tran oh wrote. God. Their <laughs> words seemed to confirm what growing up as a woman and a person of color already taught me. A person of color. You are an Asian lady. Person of color? What? Uh their words seem to confirm what growing up as a woman and a person of color already taught me that I belong in margins and spaces valid only as a minor character in their lives and stories uh, the piece appearing under the headline I won't be marginalized by online harassment takes an even broader look at what it means to grow up as a woman of color in the United States uh, another quote from Tran I want to live in a world where children of color don't spend their entire adolescence wishing to be white I want to live in a world where women are not subjected to scrutiny for their appearance or their actions or their general existence. I want to live in a world where people of all races, religions, socioeconomic classes, sexual orientations, gender identities, and abilities are seen as what they have always been, human beings. There's like a level of stupid that just kind of shuts my brain down. And just the glancing at the article I, I kind of read the writing on the wall uh, call it a judgment <laughs> you know maybe I was doing exactly what she said but I just I just don't care you know I'm so I'm, I think that I'm not alone when I when we're just tired of hearing this garbage you know oh, dude like I totally am everything and everybody is not a form of racism everything and everyone is not a form of bigotry like you know like hearing people play these 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 cards it's like i mean come on you are in one of the biggest movies in the in our generation the last jedi is not a, a freaking 
independent film B movie. It's not like she's like couldn't get a role doing anything. I mean, this is somebody who made boatloads of money, and people didn't yeah. like her. Didn't like her position. Didn't like her role. Didn't like what it was. Whatever the the writing was. I've heard people complain about that movie since it came out. So it's like. You know what? Like, how about yeah. get, let's all get to a point where we consider ourselves lucky and fortunate to even be able to do something like that? You know, like how many people out there? How many, you know, people out there, whether they're persons of color or persons of whiteness, would have just given their freaking nads to be in the movie as an extra, much less to have an actual prominent role in there that's worth targeting and saying you did a bad job? You know, like. Like yeah. the the problem, that, the thing that's killing me, and it's just like it's so frustrating, is you have all of these outlets, and you have all these people who have a platform that have a voice, and they're all rallying together and saying everything is bad. You're all awful. You're all racist. You're all bigots. You're all sexist. And you know, pity me. I'm I'm, the, I'm a victim here, and I'm just I just can't with it. I can't even. A white girl can't even. How about? How about she sits there and says say that she wishes for a world where people of color don't have to wake up and wish they were white. Yeah, that doesn't happen, okay? Like, white people are the most demonized race now. So, well, here's, here's my thing. Like, Don't you, you say that? <laughs> like, everybody wishes they were something else all the time. And this is a conversation we've had in the weight room a lot lately. Because, like, I'm a big dude who's overweight, and I'm constantly working to try to do better than that. All right, one of the guys I work with who is a person of color is a tall, very skinny, um, very well-defined person, you know? And so I'm in the weight room working out hard, lifting weights, you know what I'm saying, doing cardio, doing all this stuff to lose weight. While this guy beside me, and I'm over here watching what I'm eating, while the guy beside me is eating everything in sight, lifting as heavy as he can. He's trying to get bigger. I'm trying to get smaller. And we both sit there and we laugh and we say, you know what? Everyone is always trying to be what they're not, you know? Like, I'm a big guy, and I have a decent amount of muscle, and I can lift a decent amount of weight, and that comes natural to me. But what I want to be is I want to be thinner. I want to be in better shape, and I want to be, you know, healthier. This dude is a naturally thin to skinny guy who wants to gain weight and wants to lift heavy stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's so funny. And we had this conversation yeah. all the time. You know what? Are there people out there that wish they were white? Yeah. Are there people out there that wish they were black? I'm sure there are. Are there people out there that wish they were Asians? Yes. If you're bad at math, I'm sure that's exactly what you want, you know? Um, you know. <laughs> or you or you can't fight. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, God, dog, we watched those videos of the, the karate crew just doing that crazy stuff. You didn't see no freaking white dudes in there, no people of the people of color, you know. And it's like I just like I get it. I'm we. There has been periods of 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 our you know what I'm saying of our history and our existence where we have not always been. Uh, good to each other, but you know what? That's not on me because I didn't live during that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to p- treat everybody like they're people. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm so sick and tired of hearing people who 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 really haven't gone through. You know what I'm saying? Any real persecution or hardship, complaining about how bad everything is. You know, and it's like I don't feel bad for you when you were in last year one of the biggest movies that have come out in my generation. When you were in one of the number one blockbuster films of last year, you know, like you had a 
prominent role and you got criticized for whatever it was and whether you if you feel like that's because of your race then i think you're missing the point you know well she came out with another interview i think it was from ign where she was saying you know how she was questioning like asian roles and in, in hollywood how we need more like more roles for asians in hollywood like where have you been? We've always had major roles in in Asian for for Asians in Hollywood. Uh, like, has, like, has she not seen Rumble in the Bronx or Shanghai Nights, Shanghai Noon? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I grew up watching you know, and and idolizing these guys like Jet Li and Jet Li and, and Jackie Chan. Chan. I mean, like, those are just, like some of my heroes. Bruce, how about how about this one? Uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you must become like like Warner. he's still. T- <clears throat> yeah, like. You know, we we've had these roles. We we've we've had diversity. Or how about women? You know, like she she's you can't even sit there and try to preach to us that women don't have major roles in Hollywood. And I see this all the time. And I, and I got into like a, a very short debate with a guy on IGN thread because he had said something to the effect of like, you know, we need more roles for women in Hollywood. Um, bro, where you been? We've had it since like the twenties and thirties. Okay, like me and my wife just watched a movie from the eighties called Still Magnolias. Fantastic movie. Uh, a lot of very good actresses in that movie. Yep. Sally Field, Julia Roberts. Like, you know, they made us laugh. They made us cry. You know, we've had that for generations. Or uh, decades, rather. Yeah. You know, how about, uh, here's another one, Golden Girls. Okay, Betty White, B. Arthur. Like, great actresses, you know. Um, it, what was that, back in the early 80s, maybe? Uh, even still, like we we like, had my thing. women in Hollywood for more, years acting. Roles, and like get, name a movie that or or that's all male, or all white, or all person of color. You know what I'm saying? Like they they just like everything is diversified. Yeah. You know, and like my and my thing yeah. is like, and I cannot stand diversity for diversity's sake. You know, like yeah, if you yeah. want my thing is this. This is this is the way I feel like about everything. Right, even our podcast is not very good, you know. Like, if you want to be in the limelight and you want there to be more roles for people like you, then you need to be the best at what you do. You know, like I feel like the that's not should be for anything. The best person should be the one who gets the job, not the most colored person, not the most whitest person, not the most freaking you know what I'm saying, whatever you know. Like I I just feel like it, it shouldn't be. The goal should never be, oh, we need to be more diverse and have more people of this gender and this race and this color for the sake of having You're it. Pandering. No, it should be. You're pandering. Should be, I should You're be, pandering to a group of people that I don't need it. I should be the best. I should be the best in the world at what I do. Yeah. I just so happen to be colored. Or I just so happen to be cisgendered. Or just so happen to be <laughs> binary, pansexual. You know, like it, it, they're looking at everything so backwards. You know, and the thing is, this is I, it wouldn't be frustrating if you looked at it the right way, in my opinion. And the right way isn't my yeah. way. I feel like the right way is the way that makes sense. You know, it's like I want to be. What if I said we need more fat, bearded, bald white men in podcasting? You know, <laughs> or or how about this? Well, today's your lucky yeah, day. Like, because what I'm saying is, they, they, I don't fit in. 
So we need more roles for me specifically, cater to me specifically. Or it should just be, I should just work harder and do better so that I just so happen to be the fat, bearded, bald, white guy in podcasting who actually made a name for himself. You know, like it, I feel like it's just stupid the way people look at things. And it, what drives me right. crazy is the people with right. the platform that look at it so stupid. And uh, to kind of piggyback off what you were saying about being diverse for diversity's sake, you know, it really goes into a main topic of our twat <laughs> is uh, how EA was shoehorning in feminism in the new Battlefield. And a lot of people think that feminism has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, oh, the yeah. reason why, like, pre-order sales are, are, are down. Down, big time. You know? Like, Yes, like because you have, it's not the fact that you have a woman in World War Two, it's that you have like this pink-haired woman leading the charge with a katana. <laughs> hey, it's not. It's World War Two. We got a flaming SJW with a bionic arm coming to tell you how you should treat people. Yeah. Like, Lord knows how they're gonna touch on the Nazi subject. And here's the thing, right? So they're gonna be the good guys. Is there any real is there any real <laughs> hardcore evidence that feminism and those choices for creatively are what's what's got the pre-orders down? No, but it, you can draw the lines. You, know, you 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 can connect the dots. Okay, let's say for argument's sake that that's not why the pre-orders are down. Let's say maybe it's just bad marketing in general. You got guys like me who at every turn I'm being told that the way I see things, the way I feel about things, or just the fact that I'm a bearded, bald, white guy with all the privilege in the world, that that I'm wrong. Then you come at me, it's like, hey, here's this thing I love. Oh, there's a random katana-swinging, bionic-armed woman from the 1940s fighting in a war. Hmm. <laughs> what are they trying to tell me? Are they trying to tell me that they came up with this and this is like a brand-new story with a brand-new character? They just decided, you know what, we're going to take this one little... This one little scrapbook we found from a, an Italian family talking about their granddaughter or whatever. Yep. No. What that what that's gonna read to me is, oh, feminism has made its way into this as well. Well then I will tune you out mm-hmm. the way I tune everything else out. Is that right? Uh, maybe not, I don't know. You know, but I get tired of hearing stuff. I get tired of being force fed garbage, yep. you know. I I want to Well you on. notice you notice it more too. And and, and here's the thing, you can't take present day out of i mean you can't take that out of the context you know so it's like if 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 i'm getting okay i'll give you an example okay so right about the time the supreme court passed that um homosexual marriage was supposed to be universally accepted across all the states okay around that same time every single one of the cw superhero shows just all at once had multiple gay characters introduced. There's an episode where the yeah. fl- or Flash was running to go do what Flash does and save people, and then all of a sudden the police chief was like, "My husband's trapped in a burning building, and he's on about to be on fire." And it was just like, "Wait a minute!" He stopped what he was. Yeah, he, he stopped what he was doing that was completely unrelated to go help this gay dude's husband that was in a burning building, and then he saved him. They had a big gay hug and then he then he ran off and it's like <laughs> not a big orgy and, and here's the thing <laughs> okay 
if you would have wrote that story any other day, maybe it wouldn't have ran off, read off to me anyways, as, oh, this current thing just got shoved into, my, into this television show. You know, but in my opinion, and I could be wrong, I felt like that was completely a result of something that was going on socially at the time. And oh, yeah. then the I- worst part is it didn't make any sense. You know, I'm always saying, you know, if you're gonna, if you want a, a a gay character to be popular, make a good gay character. And I'll give you a case in point: Ellie from The Last of Us. You know, like they said, and yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm, I'll take them at their word. They said that they always had that plan for her, right? So they made a good, compelling video game. They made you fall in love with this character, and then, then they told her backstory. As to her being a, 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 a LBGTQA, whatever they are anymore. You know what I'm saying? LGBTQ. That's the thing. And so, you know, here it is. You, you told me a story. I fell in love with the character. And then later on, you're like, oh, by the way, she's gay. You know, or bisexual or whatever she is. Because I think that they're going to kind of do a little bit of everything with her in the new game. But either way, my point is this. It's like you didn't, you didn't subtly... You know what I'm saying? Create this character and and write the character well. You know what happens too often is they take something that's already existing and say, "Oh, now we just need a gay version of it." You know, and then in of course in the case of the Flash, yeah. it's, it was like, "Oh, here's this character. He's gay." You know, and it just was like, and they did that with Arrow, and they did it with Supergirl getting a transgendered God, they, superhero. It just, it's just they, it just it's too much. You know, it's just too much. And, they do it with commercials too. Like, uh, I'll never forget. I saw a commercial a while back. And I was get, I got so aggravated, and I guess you know, I was telling my wife about it because we saw the same commercial. And she's she didn't see it like I saw it, but I saw it as like a hyper feminist agenda being pushed in this commercial because it's like the woman had to tell the man what to do, oh. you know? and it was like. Yeah, <laughs> like one, okay. There's one commercial in particular. Like the guy is lost, like doesn't know where to go, can't find his his way around a the freaking shoebox, and his wife's having to tell him go here, turn here, da da. And and it's basically like uh, it's a car commercial or something. And this dude is like lost. He's goofy. He's just a moron. But his wife's got it handled, you know. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Like men are good with directions. Most it's of the actually time. scientifically most yeah. of the time. It's it's well, maybe in the past. I'm I'm talking about men. I'm I'm not talking about Instagrammies here. Oh. I'm talking about men. Ooh, there's a difference. Ooh. But wait. <laughs> but uh like, you know, it, most of the time scientifically proven that men are good with directions. Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I and I want to double down on this too. It's not that I'm compl- it's not it's not that I care when these things exist, you know? Like it's when they exist with force that's frustrating. Or or when they yeah. don't exist, I have to hear, "Oh, this isn't gay enough or this isn't diverse enough or this isn't, you know, whatever enough." You know? Like yeah. again, well, I'll t- the same I thing. wish they'd have more women. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what the magic number is that makes all these leftist liberal people with platforms happy. You know, but my thing is this. It's tell a good, compelling story. Make your product, whatever it is, good, and then it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I'll give you an example. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has always been 
awesome. Wonder Woman gets more awesome. Like everything they do with Wonder Woman is good. Wonder Woman in the games, the Injustice games, phenomenal. The old Wonder Woman show, phenomenal. Wonder Woman now, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, great. Yeah. Here's my thing: you want you want more female superheroes? Make more Wonder Women. You know, like like yeah. it's it's not the it's not the it's not the person playing it necessarily as much as it is. it's the total package. It's not it's not it's the way she's acted. It's the way she's written. You know, like it's if if you want your more diverse roles, you know, then write good stories that require good actors who just happen to be diverse. Like I don't. I, I just don't know of any other way to put it than it's not a it's not a we just need X amount a ratio difference because that doesn't make a good quality product you know yeah I saw some a while back where uh, like a lot of the Hooters locations are closing their doors and uh, I don't know like how far that spreads but it's yeah like a lot of people were commenting they're like you know well maybe if y'all didn't subjectifying women it's like these are women who like willing women who sign up to a waitress at an establishment to serve alcohol and food like they know what they're signing up for you know and you know Hooters has never been like it's it's not a freaking brothel right like not that like I would ever go into a place like that because I my wife would kill me nice you know it's not really a place for married men even though married men go but not safe for work, yeah. But my point is, like, they're just, they wear slightly skimpy clothes and they serve alcohol. And, Here's and another thing. We'll take that one one step farther, food. okay? Like, every time you turn around, everything is subjectifying women. And I'm like, it, like all of the, the, was it the Miss America pageant? They're not going to do swimsuits anymore and all this stuff. And I, which I don't care. I don't watch that crap anyways. My thing is this is like no. we're get, it's got it's getting to a point now where people aren't even allowed to just be beautiful. Hey, what ha- what if that's all you got? You know? Like like what yeah, the, I mean, what that's if that's all you got? Like that, Tanner, that's all you got. <laughs> you got that bod. You know what I'm saying? Like same thing goes for dudes. You know like what if what if you ain't the, the sharpest tool in the shed? You're not the brightest crayon in the box, but you're good looking, you know? Why is it that we can't have avenues to where, you know, show off your beauty? You know, I'll give you, I mean, my wife won a beauty contest years ago, you know. I've, I've always thought my wife was freaking beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with her getting on a stage wearing a, a, a pretty dress or a skimpy G-string European bikini. I'm just kidding, she didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, if it's not for you, don't watch it. Like, there's a lot of things in this world that can exist that I don't watch because it's not for me. You know, like, not everything is is bad because you're it, it, there's 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 dudes out there who you know what they're not smart but they're strong. You know, so what do they do? They do strongman stuff because that's what they're good at. And there's nothing wrong with those things existing. Like, there's nothing wrong with if you're beautiful, show your beautiful off, what, however that is, you know. If you're smart, show your smart off, you know. Like, I don't, I don't understand why, like, everything has to have a negative. Because if it's not one thing, it's another. And then none of it's diverse enough. Yeah. And, and, and I see the repercussions just in, like, society, you know. Like, it's getting progressively harder for, like, guys to 
hit on girls. You know, I knew you were going there. The I was fear of, thinking I was going to make the joke about catcalling, but then I was drinking my diet coke. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, it's, it's true. Like guys are scared to death of women now because it's you can't talk to a woman for fear of like, oh, you're subjectifying me, or you know, you're in my safe space. Oh, are you just assumed my know. gender? Yeah, and it's like that's the biggest fear yeah, right there. You never know if you're going to get a front hole or a, a stick. Hey, well, here's what's crazy, right? <laughs> here's what's crazy. Or, or a front hole or an inverted hole. Oh, my gosh. So here's yeah. what's crazy. Like, you think about this. In real life, this stuff doesn't exist, okay? Because in, in, in our real life, day-to-day, like, workings and, and dealing with people, these things don't exist. And then every now and again, I get on social media, yeah. and then I see, like, people's like like little bios about them or, or even the stupid comments they make where they they announce their pronouns and stuff, you know? And like this can't be real. Like we gotta stop oh trophy. Trophy Like we this it blows my mind. I'm like, there's no way this is real. Like and I guess it's creeping more and more and I don't know if this is just a a, a side effect of social media. Like the cra- all of the craziest people are on social media so it just becomes more prominent you know we just know about it more or what because like this stuff blows my mind that it's even like to be taken serious because if I walked into my job tomorrow and if I someone looks like a lady I'm gonna say I'm gonna refer to them as a he a her or a ma'am you know I was raised that you are polite so when you talk to somebody it's yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, like I'm not asking. But that's offensive. Like we got these we got salesmen and reps and all this stuff coming in the shop all the time trying to sell stuff. I'm not going to ask their pronouns before I start talking to them. Although sometimes we joke with the salesmen yeah. that do come in. Hey, how's it going? What's, what's yeah, your pronoun? Like, how do you? How do you? Do what do you this? identify <laughs> as? Here, yeah, that's my another thing. Like, how do you? How do you have a conversation? <laughs> what? What do you identify as? <laughs> how do you have a conversation like a polite, like old school conversation? But then ask for pronouns, you know? Like, and how do you give a handshake? You just you just touch front you, holes and that's it. You, <laughs> you you grasp their hand firmly with one hand, and the other hand you cup the front hole. <laughs> so, yeah. So, video games. They're getting crazy. So, yeah, feminism has heard Battlefield 5. That's what they say. I mean, that, that, that article came from the Daily Wire, so Mr. Shapiro himself... Has put some thought into this. Have you uh, read any of like um, Dr. Jordan Peterson stuff? You ever I'm listened? Just, to his stuff? I haven't read any of his stuff, but I've like listened to him on podcasts before. He is extremely intelligent. He actually came to Charlotte a while back, and I missed him. He came back in July. I was going to go see him, but I, I missed his date. But uh, he got popular because universities and stuff were demanding he use pronouns and stuff. Yeah. And he told them no. <laughs> That's how he got like super popular. He's like, yeah, if we're not, we're not going to use he or she anymore. We're going to use Z. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And he, <laughs> and they're all like, what? what? <laughs> Makes no sense. I'm waiting. Like, it, this is what's scary. So I enrolled my children into their school today, and it's a whole new school system. I don't know any of the teachers. You know, this is this is uncharted territory for us. As we walked around the school, I looked around. You know, I'm like, 
you know, looking for indoctrination papers on pronouns and things you can and can't say. You know, I'm like, well, I'm waiting on the day where I, my kids are at school and they're supposed to refer to he or uh, he's or she's as Z's. Because hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I, I got my hand on the on the button, the homeschool button. It's like any minute I'm hitting. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I've sailed on that voyage. <laughs> like, well, we're not ago. we're not doing this level of crazy here. You know, we'll we'll go we'll sell everything we got and get us uh, some freaking property and start us a farm. Old Ellisor we'll Farm, it. make a uh, <laughs> show the about he it. He and she farm. The he she. If your pronouns. Z hating club. <laughs> so I think it's about time to land. I this think plane. this plane's already landed. Yeah. Nice and safe with zero turbulence. Zero, ah, get, get it? it. Zero. <laughs> LGBTQ. <laughs> LGBBQ LGCCBCQ5 Now I'm hungry Ladies and gentlemen this has been The Loot Bros Podcast episode 39 39. Don't you I don't think I ever announced that Just assume our numerical <laughs> status Oh god Sorry, Sorry. Uh, Thank you so much for listening A reminder you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud TuneIn, Podbean uh, any, Pretty much anywhere you go to listen to a podcast and leave us a review you can follow us like us uh, share us with your friends if you're so brave uh, if you want to follow us there's a couple ways you can do a couple of ways you can do that you can go to our go to Facebook uh, join our Facebook group at the Loot Bros Podcast you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DB underscore Frosty uh, PG Frosty on Twitch and MGS underscore Daniel 25 on PSN you can follow Daryl on Facebook. Daryl Ellisor. <laughs> <laughs> follow him in the Facebook group, but you can follow him anywhere else. You at can Resident follow Darryl. me on all the uh, gaming platforms as the cisgendered slayer. <laughs> cisgender slayer 69. <laughs> and then T-Bird is T-Bird803 everywhere. Yes. Except on Xbox, it's a space. Because Ooh, why not? Getting fancy on me. I just haven't felt so like paying twenty dollars to take that space out. Hey, I got something I want to uh, I want to throw out there. No, I got, I, this is important. This no, is probably, show's over. Sorry. This is definitely the most important thing I've done with my life today. Uh, so we're at the grocery store, right? <laughs> and um, the people in front of us were like, they had a, a buggy full of groceries, and I don't know, you know, what all they had or whatever. I wasn't paying attention. Deltos. Um, no, I don't think so. And then apparently the, it, it had <laughs> rang up for a number and it was higher than what they had. So they took a bunch of stuff out of their buggy and tried to pay for it that way. And after the second or third time, I was, yeah, I wasn't really like, I wasn't trying to be in their business. I wasn't trying to look and, you know, I, I, I came from no money. You know what I'm saying? So I understand how that can be awkward, you know, and, you know. I don't know. I could tell my story one day, and it just, you know, there's been some low lows. Daryl, is this your pitch for our Patreon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyways, so after the second or third time, I just walked over there. I was like, like here, man, let me get that for y'all. So I bought this couple and their child a uh, buggy full of groceries today. 
and you know I, I use that as a teaching point for my children you know like once we I, I, once we got outside I explained to them why I did that you know all this stuff whatever and the lady at the counter was like oh my gosh that was just so nice whatever and I was like hey you know it's no big deal you know I, I don't I don't like seeing people struggle and I don't mind helping I've been blessed um so you know I definitely don't mind passing along the only reason I bring that up on here is because we do we we talk so much crap we say so much stupid stuff and we laugh and we make fun of things um, and we encourage each other to get video game trophies and waste hours of our life, you know, saying smashing buttons and you know, insulting each other. But we don't often encourage each other to do something nice for another human being, you know. And uh, it was one of those things where I, when I actually sat there and started explaining to my children, I was like, you know, stuff like this just doesn't happen enough, you know. And I'm not saying like, oh, I'll do something so great. Hey, let's talk about it on the show. Uh, but I just wanted to use it as kind of a as, a as a launch pad to say, hey, you know, pay attention to the people around you in your life and do something nice for somebody. You know, we've had people do nice things for us, and that's how we got as far as we got. You know, in life, I'm not saying on the podcast because we are totally at the bottom of the iTunes charts. But I'm just saying, like in in life, you know, what I'm saying like none of us made it to where we are on our own. You know. So uh, when you have the opportunity, uh, you know, do something nice for somebody. So that's it. That's all I got. Back to insulting everybody. So moral of the story, don't be a dick. <laughs> you dang straight. See y'all next week. Later. <laughs> Get right or get left, what will it be? Thomas running out, the blood is flowing.